You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. First plug, my friend. Welcome to episode 160. Like what? 166? Is this? 165, 166, Route 66. This is 166. 165, I was telling you before we started, we recorded and then I said, okay, great. And I turned my computer off and neglected to think of it again until 20 minutes ago when I turned my computer back on and said, oh, fuck, there's an episode that needs to become oh, yeah. an episode. Uh, so that'll get done at some point. I think I'm going to work from home tomorrow, because that's the kind of lifestyle that uh, <laughs> that I'm afforded right now, so I'll, I'll try today. and do that. It's nice. It's really nice. I, you advised me to not work from home, and I, um, if you hear a little, uh, uh, if I sound a little weird, it's because I'm getting over this like monster head cold. Nice. I and thought you just sounded weird, because when, the one thing they ever tell you when you work from home is that you're in your home alone working all day. So you go through these really intense mental states. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's, it's wild. So I thought it's, you were just depressed. No, no, I'm fine. I just uh, am sick and I work from home all day, but I still managed to watch the movie The Late Shift. Very nice. All the Not way bad. through. I was like, I'm going to take a break. Maybe just chill, watch 10 minutes of this. Totally uh, through. But you know what I just did? I just lit incense. Wow, god Sandalwood. Damn. I am in a... Uh, I'm on a higher spiritual plane than I've ever been before. I love sandalwood. It's so um, nice. Well, <clears throat> this is bodega incense, so yeah, it doesn't, there you it go. All just kind of, it all just kind of smells like burning laundry detergent. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> Real sandalwood is like mad expensive. Yeah, uh, I had, it's I like had like the saffron. cedar chips. The cedar chips you burn in that little thing, so nice. Mm-hmm. It's like a campfire. I had those. I lost them. They're gone. Account for. Um, Gab has some incense that she's been burning, uh, like, I don't know, for, like, the past few nights. Mm. And yesterday I went to work, and, uh, you know, I went... So, <clears throat> my job was always the ground floor of this spot. And then recently they built an office upstairs, and I moved upstairs, and now I have this sick, like, standing desk with, like, three monitors. You know, like, it's like, uh, it's like a legit... Fuck, I look like a day trader. Um... <laughs> But I feel disconnected from my people. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like Gordon Gecko up there. I start wearing the fucking contrast collar shirts. That's but awesome. I feel disconnected from my people. So I try and go downstairs and just like get with the commoners every now and then, and just like, <laughs> yeah. like so, how are the sports and all that shit. Um, and I went down and I, you know, just was talking, talking to the people, just you know, just fucking seeing what the people are about. Mm-hmm. And the one kid standing next to me is like, "What's what's a cologne you're wearing?" And I had just, like, impulse bought, like, kind of expensive cologne. So I was all excited to be like, well, no, it's, it's uh, you know, like, guilty, actually. And he's like, yeah, it smells, uh, it smells like incense. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. That you is your, just you incense. That's just, that's just incense smoke that's clinging to my clothes. Are you um, fucking, okay, so you tell your boss that he smells like a head shop. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um... Really good. I, I I think that's awesome. I I want to hire people who tell their boss they they smell like a head shop. I think that's all right. That's fucking. I, you know, I, don't don't sugarcoat my truth. Tell me my truth so I can react and work through and be done. Let's tell okay. each other our truths right now. Okay. 
Go for it. Ugh. Be first. Oh, fuck. I can't say anything bad about you, Andrew. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It just has to be a true thing. All right, for example, I am very concerned about your long-term mental health, and I really want to be a part of solving your shit. That's your truth. You're and telling me. That, you're telling that to me? Together, yeah. Wow, really? We're like, you know, you know the snake on the ambulance? Yeah. That's you. It's like that. It's all wrapped up. Wow, you're really concerned about me? That's really nice. Of course, always. I'm I'm at my lowest point in a long time, so you're right on time with that. You're Um, functioning all right, though. I'm doing like you haven't like you haven't texted me a photo of your piss at one in the morning. (laughs) Or like had you know been like I gotta come down there this weekend and then like not shown up or any like you know, any weird shit like that. Like your your needle has been running in the red, so it's all good. Or worse, like driving home from Philadelphia and have to see you guys. Remember (laughs) that one time? Just fucking posting photos from an unknown location, oh, motel. Oh, God, yeah, in a motel um, in Virginia yeah. Beach. Yeah, no, all these, uh, none of these things are coming coming through so far. So far. But it is fall. This is like, this is when you become the fucking, this is when you rise. So we'll see what happens. Well, you don't have to be, oh, I'm going to uh, be delicate and talking about my mental state. You don't have to be fucking Banachek to figure it out. But I'm not going to say it. Okay. I love, uh, does anybody know Banachek? Can just someone just <laughs> someone just reach out to me and say they know Banachek? They've seen Banachek today like the- in a corporate email. I said that somebody they, they're they're sending me help for the end of the quarter, and I said, "Oh, that's great. Um, I don't have a place necessarily for." Her. But she can just, and I quote, I put this in an email that is now on the servers. She can just walk the earth helping people like Michael Landon in the fucking <laughs> Highway, uh, to, Highway, to, Highway heaven. to Heaven. I said this to a probably 24-year-old person. That's so good. Yeah, I think it was. I thought it was hysterical, but then it occurred to me that that will surely get me like fucking fired or written up. My God, um, that's so good. But, yeah, so, Banachek. Well, listen to Banachek. Oh, my God, my my fingers are so sweaty. Oh, there you go. An old police proverb, that's not a thing. There's an old Polish proverb that says, if your socks are not in your shoes, don't look for them in heaven. There's an old Polish proverb that says, only the centipede can hear all the hundred footsteps of his uncle. There's an old Polish proverb that says, just because a dress is red satin doesn't mean it comes off easily. George Papard from the A-Team. Wow. Damn. Before he was the fucking A-Team guy, was the Polish detective. Yep. Fucking, you know. You those had, are uh, really good. I've started to uh, I've started to collect aphorisms, and those are all like those those are great. Those are like little so, fucking little sayings. That's so good. I mean, I know Columbo was the one that rose to the top because everybody had a cop show back then. Mm-hmm. Streets of San Francisco, Banachek. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Oh, we're gonna do this cop show thing. It's gonna be great." But one rose to the top was Columbo. He was the best. Yep. But then you had like trap. You had like Trapper John MD, who was kind of a cop, but not really. Then you had I fucking about him. Uh, who, who was that? William Shatner? Fucking T.J. Hooker. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that came a little later though, didn't it? it? Came a little I feel later. like that was on the tail end of that whole thing. Actually, yeah. well, you know what? No. No, he was in it. Um, I'm 
in my mind going to Magnum PI, which pulled up like the oh, tail yeah. end, like the really tail end of uh, of that whole thing. Next to Banachek, my favorite, little known Three's Company spinoff, She is the Sheriff. Chrissy, <laughs> Suzanne Summers, becomes a sheriff in a little known Northern California town. And Fucking Three's Company was so goddamn good, and all the spin on the Ropers spinoff, like it's. The whole the thing that I Great love IP. is John, right? For all the shit that he fucking went through, never got laid once. Yep. Never got action from either of them once. Everybody's fucked, your, fucked a roommate before. Not him. Nope, never He's once. Like, he went that out of his way to prove. He was like a straight up prowler sometimes. Yeah. He wanted to. It got uncool. Very, very clear. It's like, you know, you live in the fucking... It's like you, two girls live in a punk house, in a three-bedroom punk house, right? And oh, rent's due. We gotta find a roommate quick. Someone knows someone. His name is Ben, or fucking Adam, or whatever. Generic insert generic name here. And he's like, all right. Well, you know, like you know, Johnny at you know High Roller Studio Tattoo Studio. (laughs) Vouches for him, no problem, right? He's got a good job. He makes a lot of money, and he just needs a place to stay. Why? You know, he's he, little do they know he's on his seventh apartment this year, and it's February, mm-hmm. right? It's like March. And they're like, oh, he's been kicked out of a bunch of places. He just needs a place to stay, and you know, you move him in, and he's just uh, a nightmare. He's a sex just pest. It's the sex pest supreme, but also really gay. Yeah, like all <laughs> like it, it's a weird scene. I love it. He's um like super flamboyantly gay, but is thinks it's like he's like the type of gay guy who thinks it's okay to touch tits still. Yep. It's like, oh, it's okay. But no. No, it's not. I didn't give you, I didn't give you, like, proper consent to touch my tits. We're not sisters here. You know? Hello? You're like the sorority girl who gets drunk and makes out with girls, except you make out with girls. Yep. And you're a dude. In this show, they actually, they met Jack Tripper because they had a party and he passed out in their bathtub. That's great. I don't know. I rather, he was just a, just a just a drifter who passed out in their bathtub, and then they're like, "Well, you should live with us." Then I know Mr. and Mrs. Roper aren't excited by that, but and you never saw us, you never saw him skateboarding. Wasn't that nope. weird? Wasn't that nope. weird? Saw him fall off a bike. That was it. Yeah, he never skateboarded, but he still exhibited skater behavior and uh, yeah. falling asleep in bathtubs and trying to touch tits. <laughs> For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about or just too young to remember this, Google if nothing it. else. Google the intro to Three's Company. It's really pleasant. <laughs> come and it's, come and I'm it's, just, you yeah, know, I'm not it even going to... It is a really f- fucking pleasant there's song. There's a whole... Look, I get you, young people. I'm young too. We're young still. We have a few more years. We're fine. I'm young until I'm 50. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But you, oh, there's a whole... There's a beautiful, vast expanse, an endless step of culture that you have yet to experience. American culture, the worst kind. And <laughs> it's the war. Yeah. And my God, there's just so much to do, so much to show. And, uh, you know, you should really just take it upon yourself. Take an afternoon. Yeah. Just take an yeah, afternoon. Take an afternoon. And <clears throat> now, normally I would say go on YouTube and just click on the, like, you might also like videos like yeah. start with the intro to three's company and go for that. that's not gonna work uh youtube is ridiculous today i watched uh 
or yesterday I sent my entire staff the video of uh, Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast. Um, for a reason. I'm not just, not just abusive. But I started to click through the, <laughs> like, the you might like as a result. And, like, two clicks in, I'm like, no, I don't want to watch fucking System of a Down. I don't want, no. you know, like, it, the algorithm's mainstream. broken. Instead, <clears throat> uh, Wikipedia. All right, here's how you're going to do it. Wikipedia, Kolchak the Night Stalker, yeah, and just start work, clicking. Work and every show you grab and every actor you grab past that fucking cue that up. Work backwards. That's all you need to do. <clears throat> and this occurs to me that you and I may need to actually pause this because we had a theme on this episode that we were supposed to come up Fuck. with. Do you remember the theme? No. The theme was, where is it? Damn it. Uh, Somebody asked, can each of you give me a list of five movies that are over at least 20 years old that a young buck such as myself should watch? I want to watch some good, corny, old shit and don't know where to start. First of all, All asshole. Five movies. We don't watch corny shit. No. We we watch uh, uh, quality. uh, You want to watch watch corny shit? Watch fucking Back to the Future or Ghostbusters. (laughs) Or put, so put two your, movies I love, man. Why don't you just fucking back off? All oh, right, it's fine. But I'm saying that's like mainstream. You know, I was you stopped me. I was about to tell him to put his head in a bucket of water until he stops breathing. So that's I like that. totally <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, very abusive. So it's totally <clears throat> all right. So, so okay. here's the question: Do you want to pause this for five minutes? Yes. And each of us come up with our top fivers, or do you want to just organically try and spit them out and probably create a worse listening experience? Uh, but I think uh, we should pause. All right, and uh, then uh, we will come back to you. Uh, so um, we're real bad at hosting things. This is not 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 our strong suit. I, no, we're I don't fine. Know. We're, hey, we're, don't know we, what our strong suit is. We'll find out one day. But we've only not, just it, begun. It There's this. some podcasts out there with 600 <clears throat> episodes. Imagine when we get there. Yeah, that'll be wild. Maybe we'll get up All to right. hundred dollars on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. So, Patreon.com slash overnight drive. By the way, if you'd like to not give us the a time dollar, to plug that, then you've picked the absolute wrong time to. Uh, all right, so now we're going to pause the podcast to do the thing that we <laughs> promised we'd do. While we're doing that, maybe you consider us paying to yeah. uh, to continue to do this. A professional fundraiser here, by the way. Not very good yeah. at it. Don't know how it happened. All right, we'll see you in five minutes. Yes. Hopefully, people look it up. I'm uh, ready when you are, pal. All right, I'm I'm back. I got so I got a bunch. Like I did a whole like I I went down like alphabetical order and got a bunch. But you know, know. I'm gonna pick and choose as we go as to I'll I'll pick as you know as the mood of the room changes. I don't know how we got through that, honestly. I mean, there's a lot of very obvious shit on here too. Like like for example. You have to see RoboCop. Yeah, of like, course. D- d- yeah. like it's it's foolish to have to tell you that you have to see RoboCop and you have to see Tremors. You have to see Stripes. Right. You have Red to see Dawn. the thing. Yeah, you know, like these are things There's that are no obvious. Brainers. So, so we're not going to um, insult your fucking intelligence by telling precise. you to go see fucking Back to the Future Two or Wayne's World Two. <laughs> Wayne's, yeah, exactly. Just, you know, because that's things. shit you've already seen. You know, maybe, maybe not. Some of you Maybe. were born in 1997. I am fucked up by the fact that I haven't said... I haven't made an Apocalypse Now reference that's landed 
to anybody over the or under the age of 40 <sighs> in years. Uh, I mean, shit. I I made a Muhammad Ali reference at work the other day. People looked at me like my fucking I got two heads. Great work forest. story, real real briefly. Perfect. Um, Excellent. My coworker was listening to music. She's like, do you mind if we listen to music? And I'm like, no. So then she's put on some like totally sterile, innocuous hip hop. Very good. And I said, uh, you know, just, you know, it's I, like twice a year I try to make conversation. This was one of the times. And I'm like, oh, Whoops. what's this? And she's like, oh, it's uh, intelligent hip hop. Oh, what? <laughs> Pull on that thread a little bit, please. It turned out to be the roots. Oh my! And I'm like, but the, but I I I, I push forward. I'm like, oh who? She's like, oh the roots. But she told me the genre, and she had to prove that she was woke. Oh, intelligent hip hop. Like what? Are you ready, yeah. pal? Hell yeah. A little late, but I think uh, we're trying to bring us... Oh, shit. Trying to bring us back. Wow. There's a lot of bare ass in this. Yeah. And starring as the Ropers. Mm. This is this is the non Don Knotts. Mystery. I was gonna say, was this Don Knotts or is this what is this? The Norman Fell. Norman Fell, very good. I like Norman Fell better than Don Knotts, frankly. Yeah, because he's a, like a wacky foil. He's like, um, yep. it's like Woody Harrelson syndrome. It's like, okay, you're an mm-hmm. idiot. Like we get it. But the best part <laughs> is that this entire series, the opening of this entire series, opened with Jack Tripper. Crashing his 10 speed because he's looking at somebody's ass. Yeah, he's looking at someone's ass. That's it. He's yeah. he's a full-on creep from, from start to finish. I, women and men out there, I want you to be Jack Tripper. I want you to embrace your inner Jack Tripper. I want you to be able to fall off a 10 speed looking at somebody's ass because you know what? We're only here for like 75 years, 80 years. That's right. You look get at, one shot at this. Look at an ass because you're, when you're old and no one cares about you, you're going to look back at all this woke shit and be like, God damn, I was an uptight son of a bitch. I know, I should have looked at some asses. Fuck. I was like a walking pair of cargo shorts for 30 years. <laughs> you know, as long as we're doing TV intros, young kids, you also... It, you, gotta, you gotta just listen to the theme from Taxi. Oh, like, it's, it's yeah. the most banal intro to a TV show, but goddamn, is that theme song good. Got it. Um. Yeah. What was it? Bob James. Angela. Da, 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 da. Angela. Oh, I just pulled up Taxi Driver. Well, oh, that different, different thing. <laughs> you know, I I know I have to do the heavy lifting of the, the, the TV show themes here. I understand that. You know, I'm working just... on it. I'm working. I just, yeah, I, I didn't working. expect that. My my phone was under my iPad. You know. Oh yeah, I, I got you. My phone was under my other phone under my iPad. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> this stack of money. Under <laughs> the stack of cash, cold hard cash, my favorite nutrient, cash. Speaking of, I haven't spent any money this yet, is which bullshit. is good. Very good. Well, yeah. You know, it doesn't exist. Yes, it does. I beat you. It's I, good. All right, I'm I'm on some like. There you go. Angela by Bob James. Yeah. 
Imagine just driving across, like, drive the long drive home. Every time I drive across the Queensboro Bridge, I think about this song. This is also not the version. This is some, <laughs> this is some bunk shit, but oh, you get the idea. somebody doing it. Never mind. Fuck it, because you know what's even better than that? Hill Street Blues, dude. Oh, yeah. What's up? This is a TV theme podcast where all we do is critique... Closely you would probably themes. be much better at doing a TV, TV theme podcast than the one we currently do. It's true. Why don't we do that? We'd be like number two on uh, just, other. Just every week, just dissect a new fucking TV theme into uh, dust. Thank, thank everyone for uh, helping us to get a new and noteworthy this week. I don't. All right. So I don't do uh, podcast shout outs that often. Yeah. But uh, I want to say like two or three weeks ago, uh, the podcast Nameless Cults did a uh, an episode that was dedicated to horror movie themes. Oh, great. And it was super good. And it got me into this weird headspace where I've been like listening to the Creep Show soundtrack just in my daily life. <laughs> it's, it's really odd. But uh, so, yeah, if you guys have a chance, go take a listen to that because it. It really, like, I went back and I revisited some of the movies and was just, like, super enjoying the music. Well, yeah, shout out. Who should we shout, shout out? out? Yeah, there you I go. Shout out. I don't have any podcasts to shout out. I don't like any other podcasts besides ours. Feel that? I shout out the best show. I like the best show an awful lot. But they don't need our help. I don't know what that is. No, oh, it's great. It's funny. Real funny. Anyway. All right. Movies. Let's get to these things. Who goes first? Um... Fuck it, I'll go first. Whatever. <laughs> Thanks for going in first. Speaking of going go in, in first. first, I was watching pornography last night. Okay. And I was watching, and I ended up on a gangbang movie, and I'm like, you know what? It's been a while since I watched a gangbang movie. Let's give it a shot. And the first guy did it, and he was doing it as fast as he can. Production or uh, or, or fucking uh, real life shit. Oh, you know me. It's fucking VHS camcorder in a motel room. There you go. Definitely. And it's like, the guy's going as fast as he can. And she's like, and like, obviously, you know, somebody who answers some desperate mom who needs formula and answer to fucking Craigslist ad. She's like, and all the guys are jerking off all around him. And then he, he finished. He has, you know, he... Uh, it gets done. It gets gets over it. Gets over. You know, I don't know how to say it. He gets. Uh, he gets over the over the wall, as Debbie Gibson would say, over the wall. Um, <laughs> and another guy goes right in. Wow, damn! While, while it's still in there, dedication. Yeah, he was so worked up. He's like, "I'll oh, get out of the way." He was literally like, "Get out of the way." He couldn't mm. wait to get in. These are men. This is the only time they have sex ever in their lives. Is in these weird like. Scenario situation. There's men who can leave their front steps and get laid, and then there's men who have to always wheel and deal. And I think these are the men who have to wheel and deal and do like secret sixty dollar a man gangbangs and like hookers and shit like that. So he's so eager, he's so eager to go in, and he lasts like three seconds. So, so then there's money's worth. It's just you know. I, after that, I couldn't do what I intended to do. It fucking brought you back a little Uh, bit. You know, I started and uh, I was like, you know, I used to watch some pornography and then I just ended up watching like Michael Jackson bloopers. That was (laughs) my life. Is (laughs) the video of his fucking hair setting on fire on the internet yet? It is. In all its glory. That's great. He got really fucking burnt up. (laughs) Anyway, so go for it, movie man. All right. So um, I dug through my Plex uh, fucking library. 
first one I came up with, staple of early 1980s fucking like HBO daytime shit, The Legend of Billie Jean. Mm. Helen Slater and Christian Slater. Holy fuck, Helen Slater was hot as hell. Play siblings who <laughs> who accidentally shoot a guy and then go on the run, but really only go on the run within the confines of Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah. And they bring some really obnoxious woman and uh, Yardley Smith, better known as the voice of Lisa Simpson, on this manhunt in, like, a station wagon. Somewhere along the way, they pick up the sun from back to school, and then it gets into this really convoluted, like, Joan of Arc situation. Super good. Joan of Arc. Super good. Yeah, so go ahead and watch uh, Legend of Billie Jean. She almost also manages to wear a body glove swimsuit. Yeah, it's, yeah. At all times. So... (laughs) The this mo- movie always consistently almost has a tit falling out. Really good. Helen Slater? Wow. She knew when to get out. She made her Billie Jean money. <laughs> yeah, She's like, you know it. what? I'm going to invest this shit. I'm not going to live off the interest. When, in the, like, when it turns 2000, I'm going to fucking, you know, the CD's going to mature. I'm going to turn it over. She's not like her brother. Her brother just wore himself way thin, making some bad Not movies. actually related, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, weirdly. So they could have um, fucked. They could have fucked. They probably, they probably did. did. They probably fucking did. It's a duo. Oh, da. I forgot. This movie is all based around the fact that this guy's son broke their motorcycle or their scooter. <laughs> it's like it's great. It's really high. It's really good. It's super heavy-handed. Um, I think they call yeah, that. Give give that a shot. I think they call it a type of premise highfalutin. Or, <laughs> it's super highfalutin. Flimsy, it's great. Flimsy premise. Really, really good. I, also, my roller derby name, Flimsy Premise. Flimsy Premise, not bad. No. All right, what do you got? Uh, I've got a movie. Well, I did Over the Edge already last week, so I'm cheating. Over the Edge. I, I will say that my criteria for watching movies is Rebellion, Old Porn, Nukes, A Moral Dilemma of Some Sort, <laughs> or Post Apocalyptic Sci Fi. Perfect. And that includes during and after war movies, like Red Dawn. They're fighting hard to get America back, and it's up to those up to those boys. Speaking of, fucking, our man died, Harry Dean Stanton. Yep, I, I thought about putting Repo Man on my list just for that, but then I don't want to go soft on it. Well, you know, that, that scene in the drive-in really stuck with me. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, and my parents let eight-year-old me watch Red Dawn. Mm-hmm. Really fucked me up forever. Um, Super, I gotta rewatch Red Dawn. It's been like ten years since I watched that shit, and yeah, that is a that's like a really dark scene. Well, I uh, watched a movie. It was a made-for-TV movie, which uh, affected me as a kid, and I found it online, and it's become one of my favorite movies. It's called The Day After. I love the fucking day after that. The day Yo. after. All right, everybody our age is fucked up from the day after. The day like, after. And that's something we never talk about. We are all severely fucking damaged by that movie. I was, I, I was fucking... What's also fucking weird, I just heard some other podcast talk about this not that long ago. Oh, it's really strange. Yeah, the really The day odd. after is fucking great. Yeah, really good. Because it's all about what could happen if people got their signals crossed and people thought that nukes were coming... So you sent nukes out, but in actuality, it was just a glitch. Which actually happened in Russia, and one guy was like, 
no, don't do that shit, and uh, managed to save the world from nuclear annihilation. He just died last week. Huh. Was it uh, any relation to Lake of the Dog? <laughs> it actually was Lake of the Dog. Oh, my God. Wild. Did you see the report that came out that Lake of the Dog actually only lived for like a minute? Why would anyone assume otherwise? They <laughs> thought that everybody in uh, the world apparently thought Leica lived all the way up until reentry. Yeah, no. Um, no, I think I, I felt I fell in a K hole, and most of this is likely not true. But there was two guys from Italy who uh, claimed that using their shortwave radio, they managed to record the sound of like Russian cosmonauts like dying horribly oh, on burr, reentry. Burr, burr. They're really dark, so oh, yeah. um, you know, fucking proceed with caution if you've got like a you know an aversion to that sort of thing. But super interesting. You know, anyway, I, so all right, so on is so the day after is that your first movie? That's my first movie. That's sick. You want to walk people through it? Well, oh, you got the trailer and everything. I'm prepared. So everybody's freaking out. This happens in Kansas City. Yeah, naive Americans. It's not gonna happen. Sam Robards. Meanwhile, the rest of the world is freaking out, and they're keeping it mum. They're keeping it quiet. And this, these fucking Air Force dudes are like loud, really. And they use real Air Force dudes. And they're like, holy shit. Yep, and then I remember the scene where you see... Oh, there's a Petri Uno. I remember the scene where you see the, the missiles, the contrails flying up. And it's like, wow, this is for real. And you should have heard my fucking father. <laughs> you must have had a fucking field you know, day with this. You know, what if Lead Arsenal It's like, oh, not even half an hour from here. We wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even know. We'd have to go up. And he, he said the weirdest thing. Oh, He's man. like, you know what we'd have to do? We'd go up to sit outside in front of ShopRite and just hold hands and wait for it to come. That's what that was his solution. That's to like so bleak. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No wonder I turned out this way. <laughs> Nuclear war, right? Hey, you know, the fucking thing, thing, thing comes on the TV because the TV was always on. It was like a, it was yep. like a, a light or like, it was like... <laughs> It, it wasn't was, like it wasn't. It was like something that always has to be on. Like you, yeah, you like, weren't you, allowed to be in the house with the TV on. Yeah, it's like a humidifier or like so, like a fucking I don't know. Just something that always has to be on in your house, like the water heater. That's exactly what it was. The TV was always on. I don't can't remember any time it wasn't on. And he's like, oh, come across the TV, and what we have to, all we do is, uh, you know, just go up to the shop right and sit in front and hold hands. And I, I still remember him saying that to this day. I was like, wow. It's a Joanne Fabrics now. The shop right left. But still. Jesus. I, w- I would love to call his That's bluff. Dark. Like, if North Korea launches the nukes, I'd be like, that. you ready to go? He's like, what do you mean? Hey, what, what's up? What are you doing? You have to go up to fucking Joanne Fabrics and hold hands in the front. Right? Yeah. You know, like, it's funny. I was, I was born in the 70s. Me too. Raised in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But, and you, people always have a visual of, like, kids from, like, 1962 doing this. But I will verify that in 1980, like, 5, 86, something like that, 
We were straight up doing fucking like duck under the desk drills. 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 No, we had a, in Jackson Heights Elementary School, there was a bomb shelter, which ended up being, was like the janitor's closet. It was like a really fucking bummy, like if, if bombs hit, we're definitely dead. But they, oh, yeah. they brought us down. I remember Mr. Garcia, the janitor, had like a, had like a cot down there. God knows what he feels. Oh, probably had an issue dear of, God. Probably had an issue of Nugget Magazine under the fucking mattress. <laughs> oh, simpler time when the janitors allowed a cot in his fucking janitorial cell. Yeah, like the janitor would have to stay overnight to make sure to, to tend to the boiler. That's how fucking old school and crazy this was. And we'd all go down there and they'd close the door and it'd be total. They prepare us for total darkness. And they'd be like, if a bomb hit, it would hit right now. Everybody duck and cover. And this was like 35 minutes of her day. Yeah. This Once like a month. not that long ago. This was no, this so was like 85. Very recent. 85, 86. Not super long ago. I mean, like yeah. long enough, but not super long ago. But now, it would fucking, it'd be, like no one would know what to do. Not that. It's funny. I like. You and I got raised assuming people were going to drop bombs on us, and now I have kids who are fucking 19 and are asks fucking clowning me for buying gold. Yeah. Like, fucking like being, being, like being prepped. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, we're, we were prepared for this. And now when... Yeah, when, like been preparing my whole life. You're going to fucking, you're going to wish you were in my apartment when this shit comes down, bro. The Korea will happen. And when it does, we'll be ready. Korea will happen. Just you and I. This, this podcast will live past Korea. You're, you're not that great sounding podcast that you guys are doing probably won't. No. The fucking, the one with th- four guys in the room all talking at the same time. No. Nope. All talking nope. over each other. <laughs> like, you, you laugh at each other's jokes like it's a fucking comedy club. No. Sorry. Nope. That'll no. be, that soon that'll be happen. one guy who's feeling real sick and then it'll be no guys. Yeah, it'll be one guy being like, all right, well, we're changing the format. Now we're going to talk about video games. And, uh, no, we're just trying to do a one-man thing. Maybe have some guests. No. There's only one one one-man podcast that cuts the mustard. And that's the fucking Border Boss. Everybody else... I don't know what that is either. Fuck. Scott Segwin, come on. Oh, man. I'm yeah. really... I'm I'm out of it. Does Scott Segwin just sit in a fucking booth by himself and just talk? Is that his that's I think his so. Game? Yeah, I guessed it on that's there great. once. It was fun. We talked about the Achille Lauro disaster. That's really good. Jesus. All right. And it sounds we like talked, uh, quality listening. We talked about the Achilles Laurel on here, too. Leon Klinghoffer. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I think it was like... I talked about it the same week. So it was like <laughs> a big... It was a big Achilles Laurel week. Another thing that never happens anymore. Terrorist... Real terrorist attacks. Like... That's some shit we would like also talk about at 3 a.m. in Louisiana. So it's all... You know, like it's yeah. all kind of blends together. Yeah. Imagine living in a time... Where your parents could go on a cruise, and somebody with a gun could shoot your grandfather in the name of Palestine, or whatever. Still, I mean, it still could happen, but it probably won't. Yeah, it's it's slightly less likely now. But it was, okay, well, I'm, if I don't keep going with my movies, we're never going to work through it. Okay. <laughs> right. And I know you have a list of movies, too. So let me just. Do you uh, want to go? Do you want to ping pong this, or do you want to just knock them out? Let's ping pong it. You go. You go next. All right. Um. All right. Next movie. Hmm. All right. We're gonna do the conversation for the next movie. Oh. This is the movie that uh, Coppola did between The Godfather and uh, what the fuck else was it? I don't know. Like this is like one of his forgotten movies. Okay. Uh, 
super good. Gene Hackman plays me in 25 years. Um, just like this fucking like audio nerd who lives in a sad place by himself and has a lot of regrets. Um, yeah, just 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 a really fucking good solid movie. So give that shit a try. Really like the ending. It's one of my favorites. Why? You just gotta watch it. Like it's 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 a bleak ending because it's the 1970s and everything ended on a fucking down note. Which now that fucking Trump is in office, I'm really hoping we get again. Oh, like I'm really hoping that. Now that Trump is in and everyone assumes it like fucking rushes in on some shit that we get it just like came out. What happened? That just came out like an hour ago that 32 elect like 32 districts in the election were rigged. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. now we'll get like we'll get our new conversation. We'll get our new fucking parallax view our new fucking all the president's men, all that good shit. Uh, what was that one where fucking uh Day in the Condor, is that right, or some shit like that? Uh, one day of the Condor, it's really fucking, really good shit. Oh yeah, oh no. Real so good. yeah, conversation. That's number two. Go for it. Falcon and the Snowman. All right. Well, picture in your mind's eye a very creepy looking man and a very hot looking woman. It's 1989. His name is Jamie Gillis. People, when, when people see me in Gab, that's a... of porn. And he's getting kicked out of uh, out front of a strip club. You know why he's in front of a strip club, Andrew? Because this is called On the Prowl. 1989, one of the greatest pornographic films ever made. One of my there favorites. There you go. On the Prowl, number one, featuring Jamie Gillis and, you know, a cast of fucking unknowns. This was portrayed in Boogie Nights. Oh, interesting. This, Jamie Gillis drives around San Francisco in a limousine with a porn star and asks fucking random dudes, hey, you want to fuck this girl? And they're like, no way. Really? Okay. And they fuck her and they film it. And it's great. And it's, one of, it's a groundbreaking movie. It's awesome. It's so fun and funny and weird. And like for that does a, sound really weird. For a big part of it, they hang out in front of a nightclub where like their nightclub is blasting Journey. And they're just <laughs> like standing around. And it's like people walking by them like, who the fuck are they? And it's like for a long time. And then they finally find somebody. But she gets, she has sex with like four dudes. And then it shows them fueling up the limo. It's called On the Prowl. It's available on X Hamster. And it's one of the greatest movies ever made I'll say that with confidence knowing that there's been a lot of movies out there but if you're uh, if you're with your partner and you want something to either laugh at or get you in the mood or both you know spice it up a little bit yeah you just want to spice it god everybody needs to see you guys if you're in a relationship I guarantee you need to spice it up guaranteed no matter what and what better I don't know a woman who loves I don't know any woman who doesn't like it when their partner shows them porn. <laughs> really? Like, Interesting. Hey, like, hey, babe, I, you know, I know we've done it a couple times and it's been all right, but I'm about to show you something that's going to blow your mind. And in Just turn, strap in. Just strap in. Keep an open mind. Trust me. You'll be better at the end of it. You're going to come out. You're going to, you're entering this tunnel 
with a lot of negative energy, and you're going to exit this tunnel perfect. <laughs> or with even more negative energy. <laughs> Maybe slightly scarred at the specter of being fucked in the back of a limousine. However, it is great. And Jamie Gillis is one of the crudest pornographers to ever live. And he thankfully died in 2009. Never, nobody has to deal with him ever again. He's a terrible person. All right. So that's my that's one my of, up. That's my entry into the hall, Overnight Drive Hall of Fame for movies. All right, number three. Um, I want to say this is this might even be late seventies. I think it's early eighties, like nineteen eighty one or eighty two. Neighbors. Do you ever see this shit? Yes. Love really, neighbors. really good. Who's the Belushi that died? That is John Belushi. I thought John Belushi was alive. No, Jim Belushi. Oh, wait. What? No, no you're see, right. Yeah, John Belushi died. I'm pretty sure you're right, actually. Yeah, who was the one in Turner, right. Turner and Hooch? That was Jim Belushi. So, I, the one that survived, I saw at the sauna not that long ago, and he looks like straight hell. Um, <laughs> the one that's dead, um, so he... Play. He is in like a a loveless marriage, doing his like loveless marriage thing, living on this weird cul-de-sac with an empty house, and then two neighbors move in, and it's fucking Dan Aykroyd, Bleach Blonde, and uh, Kathy Moriarty, and they're just fucking zany, and they just do zany shit, and they just turn this dude's life upside down. I f- what the hell? Oh fuck! This is the remake. Is, that is, Seth yeah, Rogen. that is not not what you think uh, it is. God, so, this is bad. This I love this movie because two things are very evident. One, it was written deeply in the throes of cocaine. Oh yeah, like deeply in the throes of cocaine. Like it, it is full on nonsense for the second half. But it's also one of those things where somebody in a movie studio just owed somebody a favor it's like uh, it's like nothing but trouble that fucking chevy chase movie in the 80s this is like the one that happened 10 years earlier it is illogical that this movie ever should have gotten past a pitch that fucking let alone like harold ramus chevy chase jim belushi or john belushi like crazy train of money and drugs, Bill Murray too, just interests crashing up against each other, feeding <laughs> feeding one another like fucking worms fighting over a corpse. And it's weird because like amazing things happen, like you know, fucking Ghostbusters Stripes. came out of that, Stripes came out of that, like all these amazing movies came out of that weird clusterfuck. Drunk, but John also Larroquette. Neighbors fucking came out of it. It just, it is, it's so good, and it, it it's it's. I would actually call it creepy at some point. It, it's so upsetting on this weird visceral level. Gotta go watch it. Quiet street. Yeah, there we are. Peace, a reserved, hardworking homeowner sits calmly waiting for his dinner. Little does he know he's about to meet the neighbors. Ramona. Hello. What can I do for you? Anything you like. The question is, what do you want in return? And Vic. So, what do you say, neighbor? Welcome to the end of the road. Really good. It's a great house. Thank you. I mean mine. And somehow, his life will never be the same. Who goes there? Hi. It's Earl Keys. It's so... 
illogical. <laughs> so it's good. great. And they got the inner world guy to do the uh, do the bumper for it, which is awesome. Yeah. Really good. So yeah, go go watch Neighbor. Neighbors, another one of those awesome like fucking Fox twenty three Saturday afternoon movies. They just got for <laughs> pennies and the dollar and would just play to the ground into the ground. Or the WWOR Channel Nine million yeah, dollar movie. Super good. Like the studio couldn't fucking give this movie away. It's oh, great. God, yeah, it was like it was. I loved when that when there was there weren't enough or stations sucked so bad that they didn't have any advertising. So they would just show movies on Sundays. Yep. So they're like, well, people are in church. They're not watching TV. So we'll put on Red Dawn at 10 in the morning. So I'm weird. Really super influential in my life. Like yeah. the shit that Fox would play. In fact, the next movie I have is another one of those fucking Fox afternoon movies. Let's hear it. Um, you know, all right, I'll just go to four. Go to four. Cobra. Fuck yes, Cobra. God, Cobra is such a fucking good movie God, you owe it to yourself to watch cobra i'm so glad i feel i feel so alive right now so cobra is possibly the best well, all right so i fucking um first blood is obviously the best fucking uh Sylvester stallone property but this is one of the best this is him at his like too big to fail yeah situation where he just tries to basically redo dirty harry to the point where he casts the killer from Dirty Harry as his like nemesis on the police force in this and also casts Dirty Harry's original partner Gonzalez as his partner in this movie named Gonzalez like it's super good um and it it's unbelievably stupid he'd like just tear somebody's shirt off at one point for no reason that like Bridget Nielsen is like four foot hair. The fucking alien Amazing. bounty hunter from uh, X Files is is the killer. It's this is like a fucking movie I would have written when I was thirteen. It's awesome. Oh. It's it's uh, it's like Crank in that way that it's just it it scratches such a deep fucking like juvenile itch for me. It's great. But you so. have to mention our favorite scene, which is when somebody parks. Like, okay, so he <laughs> that's lives, exactly it. Yeah, he lives in like a what would call like an affordable section of Los Angeles. But his, but his fucking apartment is amazing. Yeah, his apartment, his apartment amazing. looks like it's right out of the movie Manhunter. Yeah, it's like a Frank Lloyd Wright fucking. It's like totally unrealistic. <laughs> first of all, he just he's like he's Cobra is supposed. I mean that part, that that's the fucking that's like the cocaine talking when they put that together. Yep. Because, like, Cobra's He's forgotten how normal live. people live. He just dude, assumes this is how everybody lives. The dude ate a triangle off one slice of pizza the entire time of the movie. So, it's like, really he's not exactly fucking, you know, he's not exactly Patrick Bateman. So he should have a shithole apartment with a TV and a fucking milk crate and a mattress and fucking roaches running around. And it would have been way better. But he has an amazing apartment. But in front of his apartment, he lives in kind of like a barrio... And this dude, he always, he, uh, you can tell he's had some troubles with these dudes, but they park in his spot and he pushes their car out of the way with his cool car. And one of the guys tries to give him shit and all he does is grab his wife beater and not pull it off, but just yanks it down. So he ruins his shirt. <laughs> the best. You ever want to punk? Really good movie. You ever want to punk somebody out who you're very sure you can kick their ass? Just rip their shirt because for the rest of the night. They're going to have to walk around with a ripped shirt and tell that story 10 times. Yep. It's the best. Hey, what there's, if, you, <clears throat> if you have a chance, 
I know, and I remember I've talked about this on the podcast before, so long-time listeners already know this. If you have a chance, go to fucking Walmart and get this DVD for 99 cents, because the director commentary track on the DVD is priceless. He just monotone explains what is happening on screen the entire time. <laughs> it's fucking uh, amazing. Got a, uh, got a uh, gun battle about to happen here. Uh, he sounds like... Um, he sounds like a bored Werner Herzog. Yeah, because he's like, getting paid. And now we see Sly in his car. <laughs> yeah, and now we see the killer has hit her with the car. It's Yeah, because these quote-unquote stars get paid like seven grand to just come in and fucking talk about a movie they did. It's like, okay, yeah. great. You bought me dinner tonight. Cool, thanks. Radical. Awesome. Super good. My Rocky check did not come in yet. Um, okay, so uh, I have two left. And one is a uh, staple of late night television, uh, cable television called Cherry 2000. Have you ever seen Cherry 2000? So, Cherry 2000. In the trail of Total Recall. Was this shit on uh, Ronda Shears Up All Night? Yes. All right, yeah, I think I saw this. A lot of tits. Back when USA Network would show tits after 12. Free porn. You know, I let the barrel blow. But it's called Cherry, like the fruit. Or the berry, whatever. 2000. And it's post-apocalyptic, but it's set in a post-apocalyptic world where romance no longer exists. Very good. Imagine that. Who took the time to think of that? Like, that's a, somebody in the shower was like, I got it. And then a year later, a movie came out. Perfect. Straight to video. Don't ex- A lot of Canadian actors don't expect a lot of people to know about it. Cinemax favorite. Cherry 2000 fucking rules. And I'll just let the uh, trailer do the explaining for me. She'll never run out on him. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Here we go. You too, Andrew. Of course, it's an Orion picture, too. In the future, the world has survived. Romance has not. Right, so we'll say a dinner, complete sexual encounter, optional episode in the morning, right? Uh, I gotta run this yeah. past my own lawyer. Pleasure is strictly business, but it will be possible to have the Everyone's a hooker. A cherry 2000. Looks great. Thanks. Thoughtful. Desirable. She'll never run out on him. Wow. Just right. short out. Sorry, kid. Total internal meltdown. Now you got her basic memory right here. Vocal patterns, verbal, whatever. Basic voice. Don't look so glum. Your chassis out for the count. All right. So basically, the world becomes a playground for people who can afford romance. And there's all these sex robots that are super advanced and look like real women, but they're not. And there's a whole there's a whole black market on different chips you can get. They can get a fucking chip that you put in the woman, and all she wants to do is fuck. And uh, there's a whole fucking battle that happens over the chips. And this is all condensed into uh, just under two hours. Perfect. So available on YouTube for free if you'd like to watch Cherry Two Thousand with your partner, or uh, maybe by yourself, you fucking loser. Perfect. All right. That's my number four. 
Go ahead and take... Uh, I, I did two in a row. Go ahead and, uh, and knock out your My fifth. My number five, Moral Dilemma. Andrew, I have a question for you. Yes. Who can kill a child? Oh, fuck. I'm already very excited. That's the name of the movie. Who can kill oh, a sure. child? Wow. A lot this of people. This movie is about two lovers stranded on an island. And they think they're alone, but they're not... There's an army of children. Yes, I said it again. There's an army of children waiting for them. you got to say it again. That's great. There is a literal army of children. Who can kill a child? And it is a moral dilemma as they run around the island trying to avoid these children. The entire movie is like this. I want to watch the fuck out of this. This sounds great. It's called Who Can Kill a Child? Question mark. The entire movie is them running around the island fucking... Fencing with this moral dilemma of literally who can kill, like, could I fucking blow a child away? Yeah. Yeah, like, it could. It's not a problem. I'm ready. Yeah, I could shoot a child. (laughs) I mean, you know, just kidding, guys. But, uh, you know, people place, you know, I was in Target today and I saw a woman, like a very young toddler. She picked her kid up and put like as I'm waiting for the self serve, which is not a fucking walking. There's not a f- exactly a fucking bowl of cherries. Okay, I was in Latham, New York, waiting for the fucking self serve. Instead of moving on, the kid was obviously uncomfortable because you brought your child to an adult activity. So of course the kid's uncomfortable if it doesn't involve fucking TV or sleeping. Kid's probably not going to be into it. Um, so why would you do that? Uh, pick the kid up and put it, put her on the scale, like the scale part where you scan Whoa. stuff and pointed at her and said in very plain English, if you don't start shaping up, we're going to go home right now. Kids don't understand English. The fuck are you talking about? But, so I see so many mothers do that. I don't get it. <laughs> Does it make you, it makes them feel better. Like I wanted to say something. <laughs> I wanted to say, like, do you think the kid understands? It's like yelling at a dog. Do you think the kid understands at all? No. The kid just thinks you're this. the kid just thinks you're fucking really fucking weird and heavy, and your your vibe is making them cry. The kids started crying immediately. Shocker. And I said, I just looked, and she's like, oh, like didn't even real like in her own fucking parallax, her own fucking world. She's like, oh, oh, sorry, I. Uh, I better get moving. <laughs> mm, I have to get away from this. And expected me to fucking, because she's from the fucking suburbs, expected me to be like, hey, kids, you know, I got a couple of them at home. And I just shot her daggers instead. I said, you don't deserve a child. Who could kill well a child? Done. You. Who could kill a child? Her, I could apparently. steal a child. Who, who could yell at a child? I treat children, non-verbal children, or even verbal children, I treat like dogs. Let them do what they want. They're only here for a little while. <laughs> Let a fucking cat do what it wants. Scratch the shit. What? Okay, great. What? Okay. It's only here for 12. Cat's here for 12 years. Let it scratch the fucking sofa. You want to scratch the sofa. Let the dog shit on the floor. It had to shit. I know if I can't shit and I have to shit, it's a fucking bum deal. <laughs> I get real fucking tight when I have to shit and I can't shit. Like right away. My body says... We're going uh, to put some fucking uh, some house rules in when you move into our basement about fucking having animals in the house. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's it's happened. I'll probably be there within the year, so it'll be great. Oh, you know, we're just both really allergic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's well, weird. This dog's been down here yeah, for weeks. You so both... you guys, maybe you're not allergic anymore. Yeah, you're allergic to cats. Clemmy's been here for years. Weird. Oh, just just other cats. We're used to her. No, I've got this awesome alley cat I found down near the bar. <laughs> didn't scream. Have, didn't have a home. Now it does. And then, like, you won't let me keep it in the house, so I keep it in my car. Yep. And my perfect. car just fucking reeks of cat piss. And you're, like, late for work, so you have to move my car to get your car out. And you're like, oh, like, how does he fucking live? There's nothing but Coke Zero bottles and piss. Like, how the fuck? Holy shit. Anyways. All right, my fifth movie. Fifth movie. <laughs> so I, I, I made a whole list here, and now I got, like, all fucked up trying to figure out which the last one is. Um, but I'm going to go with Gung Ho. Oh, God, such a good movie. The reason I say gung-ho is because the way the world is going right now, somebody's going to be convinced (laughs) that this is a racist movie and you're not going to be allowed to see it soon. So go watch Gung-ho while you have the chance. Um, Watch it with an open mind. Understand the time. Understand comedy. Not everything means something. Is that okay? Is it okay not to mean anything? Sometimes it means something. I think we can go out and... I wouldn't call this movie racist, but if you had to draw a binary line, I also wouldn't feel comfortable saying it is not no, it's, racist. It's very so, highly uh, stereotypical yeah. uh, movie fucking ganging up on Asians. But the time... Asians, super hot, unprotected minority of the 80s, man. Like, you oh fucking, God, the yeah. long duck dongs of the world, all that oh shit. My God, yeah. No, it was... Uh, no, because, honestly, because all the... all If you bought a foreign car, you're in trouble. People would be like, buy American, but the American cars were terrible. And they all had Japanese motors. So it's like, hello, like, it's already made in Japan. What we do with China now, our fucking practice run, our T-ball version in the 80s was with Japan. Like, where you had to buy American, you can buy Japanese, because the the fucking yen was on the rise. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, gung-ho is... uh, Effectively, the town from the deer hunter, the plant closes, and a Japanese firm buys it, and they come over, and whoop, culture shock, whoa. cultures clash, whoa. Um, but they try to play softball, super good. and it doesn't work. Doesn't it's work super good. Featuring fucking, what's his name? Batman. Oh, yeah, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. And, like, he's funny and good. Not like Batman. He's funny and good. Yeah. And, like, Funny you say Batman. He was Batman 25 years ago. <laughs> like, I could have just as easily at that point said Adam West. Oh, it was Adam West was in fucking yeah. uh, Gung Ho. It was great. West. No, I mean, I know. But what has he done fucking since then? Burt Ward was in fucking Gung Ho. Fine. It was, it was a fucking, fucking terrible movie. It was fine. It was uh, fucking Michael Keaton from Stand and Deliver. There you right? go. Right? Michael Keaton from Rehab. <laughs> What's that movie? <laughs> the Dream Team? <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Just a trove of Michael Keaton uh, yeah. information. The Dream Team also very problematic. Oh We're uh, a bunch of guys from was it a mental institution or what? I forget it what it re- was. Is an inpatient rehab clinic. Yeah, get lost in New York, yeah. and it's it's basically Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, Jason Takes Manhattan, but starring Michael Keaton. It, it's real. It's Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. And uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, just slammed together into a movie. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, kind of bullshit. Kind of bullshit, actually. Um, 
All right, so you got ten movies there, you two, yeah. uh, to dig into. So knock yourself out, Asker. Yeah, fucking Asker, Steve Tasker. Whatever. Well, we've been talking for a long minute now. Ooh, got some time. Um, do you want, do you want to knock a few questions out and then fucking and call this? I love it. This has already been an outstanding episode, holding up to the gold the high the high gold standard that Overnight Drive is used to. When you um, assholes give us content, man. It's uh, it's magic in yeah, here. Yeah, it's magic. You can do magic. It's just like the America song. Remember that song? You can do magic. Boy. You can have anything that you desire. Remember that song? Kind of. Yeah, I cover it. I'm not proud. I'm not <laughs> proud of it. Okay, so uh, let's read some questions then. I got one for you up at the top. Ooh, I love this one. Hi, Hans. It's time to move to Vancouver and marry me. Oh, dip. Wow. Well, um, I guess it's time. Yeah, Vancouver is uh, an awful long way away. It's about as far away as you can get. Um, sure. Uh, I, it wasn't I, like time to move the to the fucking southern end of Chile and come marry me. No, it's just you know it's a it's a day a day in a plane, and then you go there. Vancouver's nice. It's very green. It's got a little bit, a little bit of a fucking drug problem there. Don't worry about that. They got good food there. They they love they really love graffiti like displaying it and shit. Which is not maybe not. You're not really selling me in this place. Maybe not, I gotta well, be no, but it's also got uh, good public transportation. It's got um, beautiful women, and uh, it's got the Vancouver Grizzlies basketball. Still not selling you, huh? No, no. It's mm. the spot that rains like fucking half the year, right? Yeah, it's the best. Mm. What you can't stand the rain, man? I don't want. Like my hair gets curly in the rain, you know. I know. It's... I love it. And, I need. And I, I, bet I, I need to. Too. I need to move to fucking New Mexico with Benny. That's really. That's well, like. That's where obviously where I'm going to end up is New Mexico. So I may as well just lean into it. I'm not moving to New Mexico. You got to take care of me, pal. I'm going to be fucking. Pig, I'm going to be pig vomit in about you can ten do years. A whole fucking. You can do a pig vomit. Pig you champion, can do a whole sorry. thing where you. It's true. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You can, like. Wear a lot of um, cologne, like rings with like opal on them. Ugh, fuck. Oh, you know what? I could do that. Yeah. There you go. See, that's how you sweeten the pot, right there. Yeah. You know, maybe I could wear some turquoise. Maybe turquoise belt buckle. There you go. Turquoise is what I was looking for. Perfect. Hey, y'all, I got a job folding burritos, y'all. Perfect. I got a job. I'm trying to. Ra- I'm working at a college, raising money. I'm also working at the movies. And like, you know, I'm just telling you about everything every night living there. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking a coworker on the very DL. Well, maybe not the place to talk about this then. Um, that and it's great, but have now been propositioned by another to fuck on whatever level we want. <laughs> I'm undecided on that one, but what? damn, is there a sign taped to my back that says bang me? What do women do that make dudes think we want to do the sex? I hate when people say that. Uh, okay. <laughs> do the sex. That's a question you already know the answer to. Why, why do there, whatever level we want, like, what levels are there to fucking? Like, there's on the DL. Unless you're fucking in front of, like, at work. Like, are you fucking, bend, are you fucking... 
Like, where do you work? Let's say you work at, like, uh, the movies. Is he, like, uh, are you willing to go to the level where, like, it's it's a fucking Saturday night and it's real busy and he fucks you at the, in front of the snack bar? Wow. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> like, what levels? Um, and you're undecided, that's fine. Yeah, there probably is. I mean, you're probably, you know, very attractive. Uh, you probably have a lot to offer somebody, but these men don't care about that. They care about uh, getting it in. Because men are criminally minded when it comes to sex. Men just want to get it in and they want to forget about it. They want to be there because it's their internal Marlboro man comes out <laughs> where it's like, oh, I can't wait to fuck this girl and I'm going to fucking get a burrito and go to bed and never not think about it until the next time I get a hard on. And then I'm going to text her. Meanwhile, you're thinking about it the whole time. A week could go by. You're like, what did it mean? What does it mean? He fucked me slow for like 10 seconds. That must have meant something. So you're wasting all your time thinking about this fucking bozo. He doesn't care. And it's fine. I got no insights on this one. I got no... I got... I got... What? I feel like I'm rock climbing, but I got nowhere to yeah, advance. I don't want to go too deep on this. I just, what do women do to make dudes think we want the sex? You exist. Yeah, you you're in a place at a time. You're young. You're hot. Take solace in that fact, but don't give it up to just anybody, because the type of dude that wants to fuck you and he works with you that's that's like a that's like a low rent dude. He's like, oh well, we can work past the. Definitely not a planner. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll... <laughs> This has yeah, to be like we'll, a bar. We'll go that far. It has to be like a bar situation or yeah. like a fucking donut shop or some shit. It's like, if your guys are bakers, though, showing up at like four in the morning, perfect. Put that shit, set the timer, fuck for 30 minutes. You got this. I would say if you are a baker. Yeah, wash your hands. If you're you secure, if ever. you do campus security and you like have to be like at other ends of the fucking place for a long period of time, you can fuck outside. No problem. 10 minutes, you got this. You can do that indefinitely. No one would notice. In a classroom with a light off, no question. You got this. No one would know. Who would know? Who? But you have to pick your shot. Uh. So it's campus security or donut shop. That's it. Everything else? Fuck it. Wait. You should take him home and you're about to fuck him and then be like, ah, I'm good. We work together. This is weird. And leave Maybe him we should go. And give him blue balls. The worst. Because it'd be funny. Anyways. Wow. All right. The world is getting very fucking scary. Andrew's hoarding gold and guns like a boss. Any tips for a would-be doomsday prepper? I mean, if, yeah, the, bo don't. if the bombs like... fall. I mean, if the bombs fall, we're fucked either way. So the thing like there's somebody else fucking getting cutesy about uh, 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 yeah. about gold yo all right your your understanding of risk yeah. is off like it's it's off like your meter is all fucking is is all fucking whacked now, out let's be real the person who wrote um, this has 76 dollars in savings i mean that's not like that, yeah that's what i'm saying and so actually there's an easy way to do this all right so all right ask her like get fucking find whatever piece of paper you got in your pocket and pull it out and uh, and get a pen. So if you take if you if you draw like an x axis 
horizontal line across paper, and then you draw a y-axis. So now you've created four squares. All right. You've got on the upper left-hand side. Left, yeah, upper left. Fuck it. Low risk, high cost. Upper right, high risk, high cost. Lower <laughs> right, low risk, low cost. You know, just break it down, and then lower, lower left, low risk, low cost. Lower right, high risk, low cost. You know, so basically. Your x-axis would be risk, and your y-axis would be cost. Mm -hmm. Just plot your shit on there. Just like it's like none of this dooms doomsday prepper shit is makes any logical sense no. when you plot it on an axis like this. It's it's totally illogical. But the show doomsday prepper is great. Super good. Super good. Love that shit. It's basically a bunch of like overbearing fathers who go to BJ's wholesale club and get like bulk vitamins and bulk ramen and fill a basement full of it. Like they build a I basement. I love when the kids are like, I think that the government probably will come for us one day. You dumb asshole. <laughs> yes. You're six years old and you're already so fucking stupid. Yes, for you. Because the government knows who you are. It's a big fucking country, but they, they know do who now. you are. Wow. It's like Bo Greitz. Like I'm going to build tract housing just for survivalists. Um, yeah, like that's, that's precisely it. So, all right, you, you, if you want to be prepared for a scary world, you break that shit into four corners and you look at what is high risk, low cost, and you work for that. Mm. And that's it. Low risk, high cost is illogical. Low risk, low cost is ignore. And then high risk, high cost doesn't make any sense because it's high risk, high cost. Um, or at least it like it it doesn't make any sense to to move in there. So I don't know. Pick your shit. Like like using a seat belt in a car versus a car accident is high risk, low cost. You know, like there's no cost yeah. to it. And then shit, there's like thirty thousand people die a year in cars. So boom, easy, done. Plot your shit and then figure out what makes big circles. You know, like everyone in my life thinks I'm a fucking lunatic for like learning to fire a handgun, but like, mm. you know, it's just a big circle. It ju it just pre-solves for a lot of problems with no cost, right? So just do that because this is the other thing that fucking matrix or whatnot you just made that fucking that that X Y axis. Once you're done plotting all that, you can tear it up and throw it away because if you look back on history, every meaningful life-changing earth-shattering event happens with no notice and no one knows it's coming right so don't sweat it it's like plan to mitigate really broadly and just deal with the fact that you can't really mitigate specifically the reason i got wound up on this is there's another question that says that getting gold is illogical because it's linked to currency like it's it's a really like uh, lunatic thing people only seem to be able to think in extremes right in that like all right well things are will either be this way or will be fallout three <laughs> it's like there's no such thing as like currency devaluation or like exactly. or strife or yeah. uh or it's it, or any of these things that have happened every single time there's been like an, a human organization that's fallen apart. So like, uh, you, you guys have some real weird thing in your head about like prepping for like revolution or some nonsense when really like just be smart about risk. It's not that difficult. Like just understand what risk actually is and just be smart about the two or three things you can control 
and chill out. It's, it's just, all good. It's just life. Life is uh, just life. life is one big risk management project. That's all it is. Until one that? until one day you die. What episode is this? This is episode one sixty six, right? Because five is still not 166, done. One sixty six, because now one sixty five. You've already heard one sixty five by now, but or maybe a twofer. Who knows? But um, maybe we'll see. We'll see how we'll see. ambitious I get tomorrow. Uh, do you want to do one more question? or Do you want to call it? Let's do it. Do we even do we even we even done yeah, yet? I feel like that was question. all. Uh, it's a heavy one, but I can be answered very quickly. All right. All right. Loyal listener since the beginning, Stephen. I don't believe that. San Francisco. Great man. Very nice. Uh, very cool dude. Um, reps over when I drive, and I, we appreciate him very much. He writes, I've been trying to accept that life is just meant to be miserable, and it's actually brought me some kind of peace. Is this a good long-term solution? Should I be taking more Xanax? Should I find a mental health professional that I don't have to talk to over a webcam? Yeah. I might take the wheel you, on this You're definitely from San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. Uh, number one, yes, you should take more Xanax. Uh, make sure that your scripts are up to date. Uh, and feel good that you have health insurance and you can afford such luxuries. Uh, also, yes, you should find a good mental health professional because I'm checked. This type of stuff can lead to bad news. A bum deal, as my dad says. A bum deal. Um, and much in the way we do, I'm going to offer the exact opposite advice. Okay. Which is going to be really good. One, one deadlift. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just do one fucking deadlift. But no, that's actually the thing. And like, You kind of nailed it. Just like, like, should you take more Xanax? I don't know. I've never taken it. I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. People seem to like it. Um, but the fact, that, the mere fact that people seem to like it leads me to say no. Um, and should you find a mental health professional you don't have to talk to? Everyone? Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, you should always, everyone should have somebody to talk to. But the thing, like, yes, life is a certain percent misery. But here's, like, the thing is, like, no one, no one's out there trying to make you miserable. So when you're miserable you've decided to be that's just like it i i went to the fucking sauna a few days ago and one of those fucking roid cases like oh you want massage and I'm like you know what actually yes i do my neck has hurt lately i do want a massage this dude gave me like i thought i was gonna pass out <laughs> at one i honest to god thought i was going to pay it was it was painful to a degree i've never experienced in a massage before but there was a point where I I could actually, in the middle of it, step back mentally and observe the fact that I was in pain and just go, huh, well, that's interesting. And I'd logically understand that my body was in actual agony, but mentally just step back and be like, okay. Mm, okay. Well, that's neat. Huh, pain is... Uh, Pain is kind of like an emotion, really, if you think. And then I would snap back into it and be like, ah, ah, and then, you know, every now and then I would get back to that, that thing. Feeling miserable and feeling pain and feeling like regret and sadness and all that shit. No matter what, you're deciding to feel those things. Even if you are super, like, unbalanced or chemically fucked up or whatnot, like... There, there are things that you have to allow to happen. 
you just have to. It's just, it, it's it's it, that's not me coming from a place of like mental privilege. It's simply the bi- the biology of the situation. It's that you like these are decisions that are made to yeah. to feel them. Totally so, true. So then, okay. So yeah, you're miserable sometimes. All right. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's people not are miserable a, sometimes. It's not a permanent uh, situation, and that's something nah, I've learned you know, over time. Like the the fucking like. It's, uh, you, you go on, you want to talk about work and everything. It's just like all this shit will fucking, you won't even remember any of this. You just won't. Unless, no. it, unless you, you fucking honestly, cut your wrist and leave a scar, you won't remember how you felt in a month. Although it feels like the world right now, it just it won't I, matter. In the grand scheme I'm going to paraphrase. Thing. Don't feel attacked and you haven't been. Don't be hurt and you're not. You know, or something like, like don't be wounded and you're not. Like that's just it. Like it, it, nobody gets to hurt you without your permission. Like the world doesn't get to make you upset without your permission. It just doesn't happen. So just don't do that. If you if you decide not to do that one time in an entire day, you'll feel a million times better. If you do it twice, you're you're in sick shape. So yeah, like don't sweat it. Yeah, go talk to somebody. Fucking take a Xanax if you want. But like yo, just decide you're not hurt. Right. right. Refuse to lose. That's what my coach used to say. Mm-hmm. Refuse to lose, no. and you'll ne- yeah. Coach B is dead, um, but he used to say <laughs> when he was alive, <laughs> he used to say, "Refuse to lose, and you'll never lose." Huh? You had a Coach B. I had a I had a Coach G. Coach G. Maybe they're up in heaven, fucking maybe. fist pumping, man. Honestly, maybe I, they're like, up in yeah. heaven jerking each other off. Uh, Coach G was uh, was a lady. And I don't think Coach G had a lot of... Uh, Staying power. No, Suction. I just don't think she had a lot of experience with the penis. Oh, she was a lesbian. If you, Oh, there you go. That's what I'm looking she was, for. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, but any port in a storm before... <laughs> that is true. We don't know. I mean, We don't know what it's like up there. You're like, ah, oh, you're like online. I, would, I imagine heaven is just a long fucking line. Like a lot of lines. <laughs> That's what I imagine. If heaven exists, it is just fucking the longest air, airport. Because how many people die in a day? Million, like a, like thousands, right? Like low thousands of people die a day. And then you know, you, know, you have to go and up. You got to process them and process, stamp them. Decide and, yeah. all the. It's like the longest air fucking TSA line ever. You're just like ugh. Like some people are in their PJs. Some people are naked. Some people are in army uniforms. Some people are fucking, you know. Some people are in sweats. Whatever, you know. It's, it's like you die the way you died. So, like, you're all and like, oh, what the fuck happened to you? You're naked. And you're like, oh, you know, my boyfriend drowned me. It's like, you know, everybody has a story. You have to wait fucking forever. It's like hours in the fucking line. That's what purgatory is. The line. Last Sunday, I... So, I already talked about this once on a podcast and had, like, a small mental breakdown yelling about the sock thing and whatnot. <laughs> but this past weekend, I for some reason decided again to go to yet another tech expo oh boy but this time it was a it was a virtual reality expo (laughs) and it was actually the opposite experience i had a nice time um but i i waited on the longest line for um for this vr thing like i was on this line for legitimately an hour and um like, to the point where I had, like, a full battery, and I was down to, like, 20%. By the time I got to the front of the line, I was like, oh, shit, and, like, Sunday football games are starting, and I'm trying to stream them. 
So, yeah, on the line for a minute in full-on misery. Terrible, awful, like everyone's too close and yelling and people are like trying to give away t-shirts for like Instagram posts and I just got to constantly be like, no, no, no. Don't take my picture. I don't. I don't want that. You know, like just go away. Go away. I don't. I don't want your beer brewing machine. Why are you flying this drone around my head? Like you got to stop. Nightmare. Um. Yeah, it's super nightmare. Get into the VR thing, and I'm like, okay, cool. I can try this. And the woman's like, all right, what do you want to do? We got like this boring thing, or this boring thing, or fruit ninja. And I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> I stood online for a fucking hour to play goddamn fruit. Yeah, I wanted to throw the thing. Are you fucking kidding me? But I waited for an hour. So I'm like, all right, um, sure. Whatever, fucking fruit ninja, then fine. Tell me, I was going to say, tell me you picked fruit ninja. Hands me the two things. I put the, the headset on and I am fucking gone. Like you know, within four seconds. I am fully immersed, like, <laughs> like doing like fucking crazy, like, like sword moves. Whoa. And after five, I'm online for an hour so I can do this for five fucking minutes. After five minutes, the woman's like, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's time or whatnot. And she comes over and she takes like, she removes the headphones first. But in my mind, I am still holding a sword two swords as a matter oh, of Jesus fact Christ. and I can as I move my hands around I can see them moving and I have this intense illogical fear that I'm going to stab this woman like it was the most bizarre thing where reality and my brain were fully disconnected just for this one moment where she came over and I'm like whoa 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 did you and then I'm like uh, oh that's right they're not there but I still couldn't I couldn't let go of it even then I was still just like oh, oh we'll still be careful Still be careful. Well, in my mind, you uh, whipped around and grabbed two big boobs. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want to say. Um, Point of view, dude. But yeah, I just, I didn't know. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a, like a, a pineapple. I was supposed to slash. Um, but that shit actually was sick. It was the possible lamest demo possible, like <laughs> you could find. But even that was super sick. So I am, uh, I'm, I'm with it now. The long line just reminded me. The long line. Whew, that was a long ass line. Tried Soylent afterwards. Not a fan. No, no, not good. No, nope. not that good. I could just tasted like a protein shake, but I felt ill afterwards. Yeah, it's like oh boy. It's like if you put spirulina in your protein shake, you're like, oh, this is really, this is extra good for me. Oh, not only am I shaking, yeah. but I'm fucking baking. I'm really, yeah. I'm fucking, I'm going to be so thin after this. <laughs> not with it, no. but uh, with the VR thing. Although weirdly the same, the miniature version happened just a few days ago and I was fucking around with ARKit on the phone and Ikea has this app where you just like put furniture in the room on, uh, on ARKit. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is incredible. I'm like looking underneath the desk and shit like, wow, this is crazy. And I look up from my phone and look where the desk should be and it's not there. Yeah, and I had that same it. moment of disconnection where I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Like, this is, this is, this is great. I love this shit. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. No question. So that's what I got to plug this week is uh, virtual reality. I guess go try it. It's interesting. Well, uh, uh, we're we're about 25, 30 years away from it being remotely useful for anything, yeah. but uh, it's still neat. They still haven't figured out how to make it useful for anything. Maybe I mean, drone I, can, I can see, yeah, I can see use cases. Like, I know they already have, uh, like, if I buy, a, a, like, a phantom drone or some shit, 
I can buy a headset that does exactly that. Like, I just get immersed in it. I'm sure that's, I, I guess, useful. I don't know. But, I mean, I can see business uses for sure. Christ. The amount of times that I've been on uh, a WebEx or something that if I could actually just see these people or, like, interact in a, a, a real way would be super helpful. Mm. So, that's there. I can see a huge amount. Like, if I'm, like, a kid who's going to go into, like, surgery... Yo, like VR surgery practice? Yeah, sounds great. Sign this kid up, please, before I need surgery. That rules. Uh, but yeah, we're we're a long way off from from this. It's still it's very much still uh, in beta, but it's neat. All right, right um, let's go to bed. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's time to lay down. The time has come to lay down. Yes, we're down. All right, one sixty six. Be good. Next week, my life returns to some degree of normalcy, so you'll probably see 167 before you know it. Love it. And then from there, it's only two episodes till 169. Oh my God, what are we gonna do for 169? I need. We need to interview a hooker. No idea. <laughs> Fuck. We've gotta bring a hooker in. I'll let you figure this out. All right, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.